on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, and this will be a doozy. Uh, We're going to sing. All of us are going to be singing because Lauren has found the best songs to sing in the car. Allegedly. By yourself? Reportedly. Is that what you said? By yourself, solo? Uh, Yeah, these are like um, belting out tunes for the car that people have voted are the best of the best of the best when it comes to driving around in your car. These are the songs that people love to sing along to. Man, I my list would be endless. Yeah. Endless. I could not narrow it down to like two or three songs. After a no bad way. high school breakup with Britney, a girl that I dated that she just wanted to be friends, I listened to Umbrella by Rihanna on repeat probably 17 times in full blast. Is that a breakup song? I don't know. I don't for whatever is. it was, it was for me. And so I and she texted me and she says, how you doing? <laughs> I said, I've just been listening to Umbrella. And oh, I, man, okay. I was weird because I was like driving by her house and stuff. And I was like... When the sun shines, we shine together. You've got, you've got a little tear I was, dripping man. down one side of your face. That was a weird kid. <laughs> so these are the best songs for singing along in the car, according to 78% of people. So okay. it's a very high percentage that these three songs are on the top of the list. So we'll start with this one. Everyone should know it. It is Queen. Don't oh. stop me now. Don't. Stop me. Having a good time. Having a good time. I don't know the words, but. Yes, I would agree. What did you say? Lady MacGyver or whatever, right? I, I, we go back. What did yeah. you say? Lady Godiva? Like Lady Godiva. <laughs> Stop I thought we knew this and then we realized we actually don't know the lyrics that we thought we did. But you don't need to. It's a supersonic uh, man out of you. Yeah, it's so good. It's good. I'm traveling at the speed of light. Sonic man out of you. All right, so maybe right, you right. uh, have sung along to that song in okay. the car. And right, it's one so of that, your favorites. Is this ranked one, two, three? Or is this like They're the third one? They're all just okay. the top Three, These so I guess three. you can rank them how you I want. Would, I would agree with that one. I'm fine with that one. If you listen to this song in your car and you do not scream it at the top of your lungs, I don't know you. Oh, young and sweet, only 17. Uh, I love ABBA. I'm thinking of my mom right now. So many of you are probably like, yes, I do love that song until you both no, are singing I, it at me. It's, Never mind. It's because ABBA means so much to me because my mom loves ABBA. And my I think mom loves ABBA my too. mom loves ABBA and my dad loves the Beatles. So either one of those songs ever get played, I am going to belt it out because of that. So good. And then the other one in the top three songs that people sing along in the car the most is Living on a Prayer. Oh, you can't, you can't not there. sing it. Oh. We'll make it, I swear. You know, there's a major snub. There is a major snub. What's the snub? As I was looking at these, what about Don't Stop Believing by Journey? That seems to be like the biggest of all time. Born and raised in South Detroit. Yeah, that one one is easily top five. 
I'm fine with these three, but you're right. I think uh, Don't Stop Believing could be a really good one. Yeah, I don't think any current songs of our time will make the top of the list because there has to be a nostalgia factor. Like, these songs... And I just older. think the choruses, like if you listen to that chorus, oh, we're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if any of today's powerful. Yeah, it's those choruses have it. Can you listen to that chorus and not sing? Like, truly, could you sit in a car and hear Living on a Prayer and not go, at least at minimum? Even oh, if I hear it playing in the background there. at a grocery store, I'm probably yeah. singing along. I could be like at a lobby of an oil change place. And I would, I think <laughs> all of us in the lobby like, would be like, how do you not sing this? Way there. I can't. I know, right? oh. I just can't. Like, try not to. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe yeah. you can text us, too. Like, what are your go-tos? So, like, yeah. if you hear something that maybe we play on the radio and it pops on and you are literally cranking it as loud as possible, you can text us because I know there's okay. a few for me. I've got I've got one that I'll do a lot, and it's, I mean, it's newer. It's probably, actually, it's probably been about 10 years. But uh, in New York, oh. concrete jungle where dreams are made. Hey. Of, there's nothing you can't do. That song do. makes me want to be like from New York when yeah, I hear you're it. like, oh, I'm, I'm from <laughs> I'm Queens. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> I know what's going on. Time to get caught up on what's trending with Joey and Lauren in the morning. I'm not sure if you're a big fan of Iron Man. Are you? No. You're he's not my an least Iron Man favorite. Guy. Like, I'm, he's my least favorite Marvel character. Like, when he died at the end of uh, Infinity War or whatever the last one was, mm-hmm. Endgame, literally did not cry, did not shed a tear. I just. I'm not a fan. (laughs) Sorry. Well, the Iron Man house, which is in Cape Town, South Africa, that is where the big famous Iron Man house is. All the tech, it's right on the coast. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I guess you can stay there. They're allowing people to stay there, and it's only for a measly $20,000 per night. 20 grand. If you want to stay at the Iron Man house, maybe you're a huge Marvel fan. You can do so. If you are staying somewhere and you're spending $20,000 for the night, you can't sleep. You cannot go to bed. because no, that's wait, you're a wasting waste. money. That's a waste of money. If you're spending 20000 heck, if I was spending $2,000 a night on a place, I wouldn't go to bed. I'd be like, oh, no, yeah. a waste no. of money. You know what I mean? It's like if you got even like a Vegas penthouse suite or something. Like, you can't just sleep. And what you know a waste. what I'm doing if I stay at the Iron Man house? I'm turning on every light. I'm running every faucet. Yeah, I'm just putting on I the am- disposal just because <laughs> I can. Is it bad that I kind of do that in hotel rooms? Like, if I leave the hotel, like, check in, put my stuff down, I'm going to go out for the night. I, like, intentionally leave the air blasting and the lights on because I'm like, ah, I'm paying for it. I mean, <laughs> when I'm in a hotel, yeah, I'm not sitting there going, oh, no, put it gotta to 73 degrees. Yeah, we don't want to run the AC like that. Yeah, I got to, you know, I like to come into an ice box. You know, the one thing I love about a good hotel room, I actually like it when the AC is loud. I like that AC machine actually pumping. Yeah, I need kind of that yeah, white noise. Yeah, it helps me sleep better. People walk in the halls. When it's like. This video brought tears to my eyes. So there's video footage, surveillance footage from inside of a school bus where the bus driver, he gets onto like the intercom and he says, I'm I'm feeling dizzy. I'm going to need to stop. I'm feeling dizzy. He ends up passing out behind the wheel the bus while driver? driving the school bus. And so you see him just basically go limp. And the bus is still moving at Holy speeds. Holy crap. And there is a 13-year-old boy, a total hero. After this um, bus driver passes out, you see this boy appear on, on the screen from this video and he, like, jams his foot under to, like, hit the brake. And he grabs the steering wheel. So he takes control no of the bus. No way. 13. 
and he can't like sit in the seat because the driver is there. He's like, out. I learned this from Mario Kart. Here we so go. So he's like leaning over, like trying to stop. So he stops the bus. And then he's yelling out to the kids, someone call 911, and he was able to save everybody on the school bus Bravo, man. with quick action. Bravo, and it is, kid. It gives don't me chills. You, don't you hope that your child, like, you hope, you almost wish you could do, like, an experiment where you put kids in, I mean, it's a weird Not thing. Not something like but, this, but, but, no, but, yeah, but yeah. you Like, I would love to do, like, an experiment with my kids to see what they would do and to see if mm-hmm. my kid would, like... Be the one that would yeah. stop it. Like, how do you put it in park? I don't even know if I know how to put a school bus in park. With the shifter? What do you mean? Well, I know, but I don't know if I know where the shifter's located. How do you not know where the shifter? You're, you're a On driver. On a school bus? I, I mean, I'd find it eventually. I'm saying at it's 13. It's probably in plain sight. I imagine you can see oh, it. Oh, so every 13-year-old knows where a shifter is on a school bus. I'm not bus. saying that. You said you wouldn't know where the shifter is. I'm like, you should know where the shifter is. You know what I always wanted to do when I was a kid? I always wanted to open and close the school bus doors. Like, they had the manual oh, ones. Oh, I know. I was like, can I try the Where you had it, Yeah, it's that little black bar, <laughs> yeah. and then they had to press the button and go, yeah. and I always thought that was the coolest gig. How about Harry Styles? He fist bumped a fan as he made his way to the stage during the Late Late Show. And when he fist bumped this fan, she apparently fainted. Gosh. Literally passed out That's so lame. Because Harry Styles gave that her That is so lame. I'm sorry. If you are, like, if your life is all set up on if Harry Styles fist bumps you or not, and that turns you into a fainting mess. By the way, she's okay. Made a quick recovery. Let me ask you this. Is there anyone out there, any celebrity athlete, someone you love, that if you met them in person or if they brushed up against you, shook your hand, or fist bumped you, that you would get to the point of passing out? Rest in peace. I will never have the opportunity, but it was always my dream, Kobe Bryant. If I could, oh, that'd be cool. If I could have met Kobe Bryant, I probably would have peed my pants <laughs> and cried. There would be liquid coming out of all places. <laughs> like I would just, I would have a hard time. I think I would. I think of all people, because like Michael Jordan, to me, I mean Kobe, like like Kobe was kind of that same like fierce competitor. But Michael, from what I've heard, people that have met him, he's kind of a jerk. He's very intimidating. Yeah. He looks intimidating yeah. to me anyway. All you? right, um, I'm trying to think of mine. I don't. Ah, I'm not super obsessed with celebrities, celebrities. or probably Taylor Swift, yeah. just because she's such a big Swifty. star. Join the list, though. That's the I thing. Know. Like, everyone's going to cry when they meet Taylor Swift. She's <laughs> just one of a million. And those are some of your trending stories. You probably shouldn't answer that. It's the Phone Janks with Joey and Lauren. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. It's time for the Phone Janks. There's nothing like a truck commercial on TV, right? We've all seen them. Oh, where it's like, tough. yeah, truck is pulling a cruise ship on a icy <laughs> road like right I've all these ridiculous things exactly right <laughs> so today's phone janks is great dustin works he at he sells trucks for a living okay and i call him to let him know i'm interested in buying a truck when he's like yeah what are you looking at i'm like well remember that one tv commercial for the truck that has like the porcupine talking about being tougher <laughs> like all these things and i i give him oh, the no. most ridiculous commercial ideas ever and he starts to get very frustrated. Like, no, that commercial <laughs> like, Do doesn't exist. you want the exist. truck or not? Yeah, exactly. But I'm trying oh, to find man. it, okay? And it's the phone, Jakes. Hi, this is Dustin. How can I help you? D- Dustin, hi. Uh, listen, um, I am looking for a truck, and I was referred to you that you could help me find. I'm trying to find a specific truck that I saw a, a TV commercial about. Okay, it, okay. It, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we have we have lots of different kinds of, yeah. of trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I understand you guys got a lot. It's a, uh, it's that new commercial that's uh 
It's got like a truck going through like the mud. Um, so you guys have that yeah, truck? The, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that that kind of depends. Uh, <laughs> you know, that describes uh, a few different ones. That could be the F one fifty. It could okay. be the. Um, well, that. it was like let me like the commercial was like a truck going through the mud, and then it was like. Hey, this truck's tougher than a porcupine on a Sunday morning. Do you remember that commercial? It's that whatever truck that is. It's that it's got that tagline about tougher than a porcupine on a Sunday morning. Which one is that? Um yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's a commercial. Oh no, no, no. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Well, you remember, it's and then the fireworks come out of the exhaust, and it goes. Nothing's more American than this guy. Like, which one, do you guys have that one in stock, or do I have to wait and order it? Um, Did you say fireworks coming out of... Yeah, like fireworks come out of the exhaust. Yeah, and then remember, uh, the guy throws the the barbecue ribs at the shirtless guy, and he goes, oh, my biceps can't handle this stuff. And then he gets in the truck. Yeah, I don't... uh, First off, I think if you did that with fireworks, the the, the truck would explode. um, I don't... I don't so, think. But, well, yeah, but it's I, just that it's the truck in that commercial. Remember, and like I, I mean, you, it's your guys's commercial. So I'm just trying to figure yeah. out, like, if you guys okay. have the. I, it's so it's <laughs> that's not that's not our commercial. We don't have that. Uh, that's that's not. Over, I, listen, we have lots of trucks. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. Why don't okay. Come in, and and we can we can show you what we do have. Because we don't have biceps or or chicken wings or well, shirtlessness yeah, but or it, porcupines but or it fireworks. Was, but it was the yeah, but it's the commercial. Remember the guy? He goes like, "I need a truck that can be fitting for my beard," and then he grows his beard by just grunting. That no, that truck, sir, sir. Listen, I'm here to help you, right? I want to be able to help people. What you're saying isn't making any sense. Is it that's all, not a thing? Why would we have that commercial? But can sir? you just say that? Can you just say the line that goes, "This truck is tougher than a porcupine on a Sunday morning"? You remember that? I, no, and I'm not saying it because that's not what we what we do or what we have. I'm sorry. Is this some kind of joke or something like that? Is this? Is this? Is, no, remember it's got, it's, it's got the, it's got the it's got the it's the it's the five year old with the barbed wire tattoo, and he goes, "This is a real tattoo." That commercial, I are you pulling my leg? I'm I'm describing your How commercial. I, I'm not. No. Why would I be pulling your leg about this? Okay. Why would I? You called me. Well, I know, you but called it, me. It's like, but I'm describing the commercial. It's on like every commercial not, break. No, that's not a real commercial, man. That's not real. Oh, oh okay. I already told you. You and it just keeps getting crazier. No, yeah. none of that's real. Why would we hire a five year old and put a tattoo on it? I thought it was a little weird, but I'm like, well, it's marketing. I mean, here I am calling you. It's remember, it's the porcupine on a Sunday morning. That's the line. That's not it, weird. That's child endangerment. You don't tattoo a five year old. Okay. Sir? Okay. Well, um, what if I told you that your coworker Steven set you up, and this is Joey from Joey and Lauren, the phone janks, and there is no commercial like that, obviously, and uh, he's messing with you. Wait, 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 wait. This is a joke. This is Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show, and it's a it's a phone janks. We it's a prank. There's no, there's no there's nobody really thinking that commercial exists. <laughs> but you are you are the man, and I'm sorry. And Steven set you up. I guess he's your manager, oh. coworker, whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're the that's man, Steven. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I- 
I was very close to cursing you out. Uh, hey, but you so know what? Free. If I am in the uh, market for a truck, I am going to use you because I think you're the man, okay. all right? Well, come on come on down to we'll help you out. Yes, like, yes, okay. absolutely. You got me good. Absolutely. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. Nikki with us says, I'm stumped, flabbergasted, bamboozled. Okay. Oh, bamboozled. Uh, she said stumped. She did not say flabbergasted or bamboozled, but I feel like those are great terms. I actually use flabbergasted a lot. A lot. On the show, too. And I'm realizing that, that now that it's not a common term for a lot of people. I don't know why it is no, for me, but not, I do I say it a lot. Uh, Nikki, would you describe yourself as being a little bit flabbergasted? Would you say that's fair? I would say that's very fair. Okay, so we have flabbergasted Nikki with us. Um, now, you've gone out with Daniel three times. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I've known him for a while, but yes, three solo dates. Okay, so like that, that makes this a little more frustrating. So it's not even like a first date where you guys could both look back and be like, well, we don't know each other that well, so I guess no harm, no foul. I mean, we're talking about, obviously, a little bit of history here. Yeah, I mean, we met their friends, and we've been hanging out in, like, a group setting for a while, and then, you know, he finally asked me out, and we've been on three dates since, and, yeah, I thought things were going really well, and then all of a sudden I'm just texting to a black hole. I'm not getting anything back. And normally his behavior is responding, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't even finished typing, and he has sent me a text. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, Very so a clear shift. Yeah. Okay. So what's been the most recent communication? So we had a date at his house, and that was the last time we talked. Okay. So you go to his place. Now, a lot of times we have people that don't respond if they've been to their so, like, you would have gone to his place and you didn't like it, therefore you wouldn't. But you obviously, you had no problem with his place. Um, do you think it was... No, do you right. think? Yeah. Do you think it was something along the lines of, like, because it wasn't a officially formal date, like, the was the vibe any different? I mean, no. It was, okay. The vibe was great. I mean, we just hung out and watched the show. You, okay. were, you were a terrible That's house it. guest. Like, you kept your shoes on. You left your candy wrappers. You made a mess. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what could have happened. Like, I've been going through every single memory trying to okay. figure it out. And that's why I'm calling you guys because I'm just, yeah. as you said, flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's the second time. Let me get we, it going. If we, yeah. If we, if it's we gonna can get that, on. we want that to be, like, the, the word of the year by dictionary.com or something. Okay. So, uh, Nikki, we'll play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Daniel, and we'll get his side. Okay? Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Nikki with us. Daniel is next. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. Um, Nikki is with us and seems like a sweet girl. She has been out with Daniel three times. She went to his house most recently. She's a little stumped. Yep. She says they've known each other for quite a while. Um, And so these like three solo dates have been nice. But even pre that, they've been around each other in group settings. Yeah. You know, which is, there's some real familiarity there. Um, she said last time she saw him, she was at his house, and things seemed to be totally well. Things seemed to work great. And then 
no texting, which is weird because she told us he is an avid texter backer. Yeah, like he so normally always texts back. There's something serious going on. Yeah. It's it's a clear dodging situation with Daniel. So um, we obviously want to get his side of things. Maybe he's got an explanation. Let's talk to Daniel. Hello, Dan- Daniel. Is this Daniel? Uh, yeah. Who's this? Dan- Daniel, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning morning radio show, and we are uh, calling you because Nikki reached out to us. Apparently, that is someone oh. you've seen a few times on dates. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. Hi. Okay. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> That's Lauren. I'm Joey. Um, so Nikki gave us your number, and uh, she likes you a lot. However, she says things have been kind of awkward lately, um, and she's not quite sure why. And so because you're not responding to her, she asked us to try and call you, and here you are. Here we are. <laughs> Do you mind maybe sharing some information with us that we can pass along to Nikki, like why you're you're dodging uh, her? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Let me first start off by saying that – I know ghosting is wrong, and like <laughs> I just didn't know how to go about it. So, so, guess, so you you admit so you, you're ghosting, yeah. so you know that that's what you're doing. I feel like okay. this is setting Step up one. for uh, hey, I'm, I'm not a jerk, but I'm going to explain why I'm doing this. <laughs> that's kind of a jerk move. Uh, yeah, I guess you got me there. But uh, you know, okay, so everything was cool. You know, she would come over to my place, things were fine. Um, but how do I explain this? I guess she was just. Um, really particular and, and needy um, kind of in a way where I've like noticed her like messing with my thermostat, you know, turning certain lights off and like, okay. So the other day um, I came to, to, you know, sit and watch some TV with her. And as soon as I sat down, she asked me for a glass of water. So, you know, no big deal. I got up, got her one. But then as soon as I got back and sat down again, and she asked me for a blanket. So I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So I get up and I do that, and it's kind of like, like you know, double standard things. Like, like I'll give her a back rub, and then I'll ask her for one, and then she like makes it seem like she's joking, saying no, and then she like doesn't actually do it. So it's not a joke. It's like really a okay. no. So you know what this like is. Really you know what this weird is. And Should we say it on You're three? in a marriage. You are oh, in a marriage. No, right I now. thought this was a test. I thought no. she was testing to see no, no. how, like, his patience to see if he's long suffering. <laughs> I was going to say this literally sounds like a marriage. This is me, right? When Joey sits down, I'm like, oh, can you fill my water? Or oh, can you do this? I don't. So know that- Daniel, run while you can, buddy, <laughs> because I'm I'm already committed. I can't leave. No, so. I'm wondering. I I doubt any of this is intentional. Like to be rude, you don't think, think it's it- like a test. What do you mean? Well, when Daniel, when Daniel, when when you were explaining this, it sounded like a test, almost like right when I sat down, I I'm asked to get a glass of water, then I come back, and then it's I'm I'm asked to get a blanket. My radar went off of what if she's testing him to see how patient he is or how willing he is to okay, serve. I have to jump in. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. I have to jump in. Nikki, I'm sorry. It sounds like a test to um, me. Daniel, there's Nikki. Okay. <laughs> And Nikki, were you testing? I'm sorry about being a guest and asking you, the host, for a glass of water. That's insane that that's why you're not texting me back. 
Oh, I mean, no. I mean, it's not that. That's not a big deal. I'll go get your water, no problem. It's just, you know, the fact that you waited until I sat down again to it go and ask. like I was waiting. Blanket. We were sitting down, going to start the movie. We hadn't even started the movie. And then when you sat down, you know, you picked up the remote. And I was like, oh, can I have a glass of water before we start? Like, I think that that's so ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I just it feels like really needy and picky to me. Needy? Uh, uh, I think it's poor timing, but I I yeah. don't sense that it's uh, Nikki. I don't sense that it's like vindictive. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna wait till he sits down and gets comfortable to ask for something. No, you don't. You don't. You don't get a test radar like off of this. Like I just keep thinking what this was mean? a t- like she's when I, when testing I'm, to see if he'll do stuff for her. Yeah, what I'm just saying is like it's like a test of like, all right, will you give me water? Will you give me a blanket? Almost like I want to see how much of this man is well. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but Nikki already said that's not the case. I'm uh, okay. I was just thirsty. I feel like if you guys are reading into it in a way, and I feel like okay. this whole thing is just so over-dramatized. I asked for a glass of water, and yes, I was cold, so I messed with the thermostat because I didn't want to bother you because apparently bothering you is what got me in this situation. <laughs> okay, the, the thermostat's a really interesting conversation. Oh, that really is interesting. interesting. Like someone touches your thermostat. I will say, um, Daniel, it does feel almost like... I don't know. It feels innocent. Like, it, it, do you think it's a good enough reason? I mean, you could have your own reasons for whatever you want to do, but do you think it's big enough to, like, just stop talking to somebody? I don't know. I see it getting worse. Uh, for me, it's like I got to notice the red flags when they come, you know? Wow. You know what I got to notice? I got to notice that you are unable to compromise on anything, and that's not going to lead to a good relationship. So you know what? You are right to not text me back. This is not going any further. Not going anywhere. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. Okay. Well, well. Um, um, don't touch the thermostat at Daniel's house. Certainly don't ask him for water. Yes. <laughs> we love you, Daniel. You know what, Nikki? Can we send you a case of water bottles? We want to send you some water to make sure you're always hydrated, my friend. Honestly, I would definitely take you up on that because apparently I can't ask anybody for water. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's Joey and Lauren. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time to fess up. Tell the Truth Tuesday with Joey and Lauren. Tell, Tell the, the Truth, truth Tuesday. 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 Text <laughs> us, 68719, a truth question we must answer. This week's a doozy. Says Joey and Lauren, have you ever broken something and never told anyone about it? Ooh. So you're at someone's house or you're somewhere and you break something and you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I have no idea what to do. Ah, so you've broken something that belongs yeah. to someone else. Yeah. I yeah, have a, I have. I, I had a broken story and then I lied about it and I still feel bad about it. Have you ever told anybody? Have you come clean from this lie, or has it still been a lie this whole I eventually, time? I eventually had to come clean because I started blaming the U.S. government and as a seventh Wait, grader. What? Well, I'll explain. I'll explain. So in seventh grade, I borrowed Michelle's CD player, Walkman, or uh, what was the Discman? It was the Discman, which yeah. this is not going to make sense to a lot of people, but basically it was a portable CD player. You'd put the CD in, you'd play it, plugged in the headphones. Some some people listening are going, what's a CD? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> some some of you know exactly what I'm saying when I say Discman. Long story short, basically someone's MP3 player. But I took her Discman, I borrowed it, I dropped it, it broke. So the problem is, is she did find out, so I did break it, but I lied and said, okay, I ordered you a new one, even though I had no money. I was in seventh grade. And for probably six months, I said, I ordered it, 
I talked to the mailman. He said he was going to drop it by your house. I guess you got. <laughs> I guess idiot. you got to talk to the post office. That is so messed up. Yeah, I blamed it on the U.S. government. <laughs> First of all, when you say you borrowed it, did she know you borrowed it? Yes, you she didn't knew I borrowed it. it. Yeah, no, she knew I borrowed it, but I broke okay. it. Um, and then she's like, "Hey, this is broken." I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Well, I'll get you a new one. Don't worry. And I was like, "I don't have money." My mom does not have money for a disc man. So I'm just going to say that I ordered one and the post office must have lost it. So for months, I just said, sorry, Michelle, blame the post office. Don't blame me. You need to find out where she lives. Like, see if you can do some digging, connect on Facebook or something. And then you need to send her. Well, a discman's going to do nothing for her now. But you should send her something of that equivalent, whatever that would be now. Or just Venmo her something. Okay, I've got something. So she lives. How about this? She studied at the University of Rhode Island. Well, she's okay. So she is uh, currently in California. She's a personal trainer. Okay, can you? Good for her. Ah, good there for you go. her. Yeah, good for her. Okay, so mine. Um, I feel really bad because what I did was illegal. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it was illegal. Can we please get the police to show up to the station and arrest Lori? Because okay. I broke something that did not belong to me, and it also did not belong to anyone else because it was at a store. And I left it. So this was years ago. Okay, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. But years ago, I was at a store. It was, it's like I think it was a craft store or something, and one of those kind of like home type places. Oh, like a Michaels or a Joanne or something like like that. Was it a Bed Bath Beyond? I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a place. Wow. 18, 17. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, I was old enough to know what I was doing. And I was looking around at some stuff. And in my shoulder, as I was kind of like turning, you know, those aisles are very narrow in stores like that. And, and those got, crafts are all hanging oh off the gosh, edge. Yeah, they do. And so I bumped into this like, um, it was like this decorative flower pot. But it was, I mean, it was beautiful. And it was uh, stone or whatever. So, of course, when it fell, it shattered. Then no one so heard it you. Fell, nobody heard it. Oh, my gosh. Fell Lauren. and broke. And I just walked away. Okay. We and need to call that. St- we need to call that. St- How much was it? Do you know? I mean, not like you're going to remember the exact remember. price. It was probably like 30 bucks. It wasn't cheap. It wasn't like a cheap, cheap thing. It was probably $30. We need to go back to the store. We need to go back to the store. And you need to do that. I remember where it is, my hometown. If, if the store's still around. But I feel so bad because like it ate away at me for months. Months. Maybe years. You also took a ramekin from Texas Roadhouse in yeah, high school. Yeah, I did that so. too. And we still have it. So, you know, those little things that come, like the, they put the rice in it. Maybe they don't anymore, but they used to put the rice in it. We have like three of those at our house because <laughs> Lauren used to take them in high school. So Texas Roadhouse is going to come out. <laughs> we, we, we've got Applebee's cups. we got Texas Roadhouse. No, it was not on purpose. I just put the whole thing in my to-go box. Someone's like, man, this is like the Texas. Yeah, it is. It's from Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I feel bad. And that is our Tell the Truth Tuesday. It's Joey and Lauren. Wake up laughing with Joey and Lauren. Uh, our son is apparently a thief. I was not there for this, but I got to be honest, like father, like son. Not saying I <laughs> steal now, but I stole as a kid. So I'm, okay. I'm excited to hear the story. I'm stunned. Stunned, actually, because I couldn't You're believe. You're raising a criminal. Couldn't believe. I was like, where have I gone wrong? Where have I gone wrong? Now, he is only three, so I will absolutely go on record saying he doesn't fully understand the depth of his crime. I don't know. You just told us that kids start lying at three. So we got this a liar crazy, and, right? and a stealer. So we just started talking about lying. And then, yeah, so I took him to the store with me. In fact, we went to, like, 
eight or nine stores. I feel bad. This kid is a trooper. So he had a whole day with mom. We were shopping. We were in and out of in a whole his bunch defense, of stores. He does like going shopping. He does. And he's a great little shopping buddy. He's awesome. And he's very patient. And he has a lot of fun. His favorite place in the world is Costco or whatever. The grocery store, truly. He just likes sitting in the it. cart. He's a cart sitter. He is a cart sitter. However, lately he's been a little bit more like, no, I want to walk. And so we were walking around one of these stores and uh, we happened to go down this aisle that had, they had like little baskets or bins with um, like smaller toys, like toys that are more like keychains. They're not wrapped or in packaging. Like little knickknacks. Yeah. So they're not like in a packaging or whatever. Anyway, so he was, he had grabbed one and I said, no, put it back. And so he put it back. Okay, good. And we're walking and we grabbed a couple of things, checked out get in the car and we're driving and we go home and when we get home I'm helping him take off his shoes and I notice his uh the side of his little shorts that he was wearing was kind of sticking out a little bit like kind of bulging on the right side and I was like what's going on and he's really into pockets lately he is like obsessed with pockets like he'll walk around and just put his hands in his pockets he'll put his hands in his pockets or he'll put one of his little things I have an old cell phone from when I was in college that obviously doesn't work at all anymore and he puts it in his pocket a lot and it's really cute because he walks around with the phone in his pocket. <laughs> but uh, I was like, what, what is that? And I reach in and I grab and he took one of those little kitchen Dang. things. Okay, what'd you do? And Big he, moment he put here. put it in his pocket and I said, what is this? John Quinones, what would you do? Well, I let him keep it, obviously. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the way you looked at me, I was like, don't say that. No, no, no. So I asked him about it and I think he, you know, the short-term memory of a the toddler, he's just kind of, oh, you know. He's he likes just, putting things in his pockets. Yeah, and so none of it was like, I want to take this home. I think it was he loves putting stuff in his pockets, and I didn't notice him do it. So I tried to explain to him, give him a little learning lesson, and I was like, this is no, no, like, no. You, you got to pay this. for it. This is not for you, right? And I don't think he truly understands at this young age, and maybe I need to teach him better, but I don't think he realizes you have to pay for things at the store. I think in his small brain, in his condensed you know, brain, I think he yeah. thinks you just grab stuff and go. Because mommy d- uses her phone and you yeah. just beep the phone and then you've paid for something like that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I don't think he even recognizes that. I think in his mind, he just thinks we walk around a store, we you put talk stuff to the in person. our car, yeah. and then you leave with it. And it's so I, th- <laughs> I had to kind of teach him, no, 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 we have to pay for this. So we've got a lot to learn. So yeah, thirty years from now, I'll be in prison, stealing terrible yeah. things. Be like, what happened? I've been putting things in my pocket since <laughs> I was three years old. So I let him eat lunch first, and then we got back in the car. Did you really? Yeah. You let him eat lunch? Okay, I wow. did. I know. Well, I. I, he got McDonald's on the way home. He had to eat his nuggets. Could you I don't imagine gold. if you went back and there's security and police and they're <laughs> like, we've been on this manhunt for this little toy? No. So we go and like, I just told, this is what's hilarious. I told the checker, I was like, my son accidentally took this home and I like showed her thinking it's going to be this big heroic moment. And they're yeah. like, wow, that's amazing. She literally looked at me. She's like, Okay, well, you can go put it back then. And I was like, oh, okay. So, so we went back and I, lit- I just tossed it back in the bucket. I was five when I stole my first thing, but I, I feel like I was kind of that hybrid where I kind of knew I shouldn't, but I didn't really understand. But it was big red gum. And it was at the it was at the checkout, and I looked at my of mom all the and gums. I, I of know all the gums. I know, and trust me, a five year old chewing three sticks of big red right in the back of the because this is what's Spicy. funny. I was smart enough to know when my mom said no. I still grabbed and I put it in my pocket. I was five. But I was dumb enough that I'm sitting in the back of uh, my parents' Astro van. My mom and my dad were in the front, and I start eating big red gum. 
I took it out of my pocket so and I threw it. You're chewing like, it. Yeah. And yeah. my mom, of course, what five year olds chewing Big Red, which is that spicy cinnamon gum? Yeah. And my mom goes, What did you do? I'm like, Nothing. And then I, I chose, I had Big Red. And so my mom took me back and I had to, yeah. I mean, I had to give a speech to the lady. And kind oh. of the same thing. Lady's like, Okay. I'm yeah, sorry. I, like, didn't, I, didn't, I mean, again, again, he's three. Like, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's still in diapers. Love I'm how trying he finished to finish his lunch. Yeah, I'm trying to teach him, but yeah, we took it back and we just put it back in the bin. But it's hilarious because I, I literally like had no idea he put something in his pocket. Even like when I'm lifting him up and putting him in the car seat to get back in the car, I didn't notice that there was something in his pocket. Now we got to check him all the time. We got to pat know. him down before what we leave no. the store. It's Joey and Lauren. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's listener versus Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play listener versus Lauren. Three random trivia questions to determine who is smarter. We have Corey with us today. Hello, Corey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. You ready to take Lauren on in trivia? I hope so. Oh, you, you, you got, got this. Okay, so here's how the <laughs> rules work. Lauren is going to leave the soundproof studio right now. Best of luck to you, Corey. Okay, hey. so uh, Lauren is leaving and she is gone, which means she will not be able to hear these three questions. We'll ask you the questions, bring Lauren back in, see who does better, okay? Okay. Question number one, Corey. This is the number one most sold sunglasses brand. Oh, my God. It just went out of my brain. Um, sun. Sun. Oh, sunglasses. Number one most sold brand. Um, sun rays? Ooh. Is that what they're called? Uh, I, I know what you're saying. I'm going to give you the point. I, I imagine you're thinking Ray-Ban. Is that what you were thinking? Thank you. That's yes, what I was thinking. Yes. I, I could tell. <laughs> Cora, you and I are on the same wavelength, and I was like, I know you're meaning Ray-Ban there, so I'll give it to you. I love you. All right, question number Thank two. You, Jerry. you bet. <laughs> Who directed the movie The Titanic? Oh, oh, um, George. I can't think of his last name. What do you think? The Titanic. Uh, oh, my gosh. I cannot think of his last name. You just want to go, George? I'll give it to you if you got one of the first names. Unfortunately, there's no George in his name. Question number three, uh. though. How many sides... Does a decagon have? A decagon? Decagon. How many sides is on a decagon shape? Oh, I have no idea. Throw out a number. I'm going to go. Deck. Decagon. What do you think? Four? Unfortunately not, but that's okay. All right, so Lauren is coming (laughs) back in. Not bad, Corey. Not bad at all. These were tough for questions. Here comes Lauren. All right, Lauren, here we go. You ready to do this? Yes. Question number one. This is the number one most sold sunglasses brand. Ooh. Ray-Bans? I don't know. Ray-Bans or Oakley's are the only two brands I know. I'm going to go Ray-Bans. And that is correct. Ray-Bans is number one. Question number two. Who directed the movie The Titanic? Oh, uh, oh, James Cameron. And that is correct. You're two for two. Question number three. How many sides does a decagon have? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Why did I feel like Corey said the same thing? Decagon? To me, maybe I'm not a nerd. I literally was like, um, oh, I know that. Decagon. Eight. I don't know. That's an octagon. Eight is an octagon. I know it's an octagon. What's a de- Oh, ten. Decagon is ten. Yep, I thought about it. Yeah. So Corey okay. got one out of three. Lauren gets two out of three. So Lauren's the winner, but don't worry, Corey. We're still going to hook you up because we love you. So Decagon was Eight. ten. Uh, okay. James Cameron directed the movie Titanic. James Cameron, yes. Yeah. 
and only because I'm obsessed with that movie. Ray-Ban was number one. I thought Oakley would maybe be I number one. I got that one. one. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, Corey, we're going to hook you up, all right? Okay. Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Do We Learn on the show today. We learned about the songs you sing along to in the car, like the ones you belt out. The top three were Dancing Queen by ABBA, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, and Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. All very okay. good songs. All, very good. We played I, them. Yes, yeah. I can get behind all of them. We sang them on the show. We did a great job. We asked you, what is well, this song? Know if we did a great job. No, we did. <laughs> we did. We did an awesome job. Uh, we asked you to submit your songs. What's a song that you hear and you're just like, I will belt it out. I don't care. Uh, some people sing anything from Celine Dion. A lot of people submitting some of those. Yeah, um, you want. This one, you hear it at every single sporting event. Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Come on. We know this one. Touching hands. <laughs> Reaching out. Touching me, <laughs> touching you. Come on, everybody, wake up with us. Let's go. Here we go. Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. It is so funny. This song, probably out of any song, this is a song you so sing with thousands so of strangers so, at the same yeah, time. Individually, maybe it's not as good, but like with a crowd, it's a great song. Yeah, I, was say, I don't know if I'd yeah. blast that in my car. Yeah. A sporting event, yes. In my car, I don't know. Uh, Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. Ooh. Remember this one? Cause you're not welcome anymore. You with the lyrics on your screen. That's not I fair. That. I didn't even look at that. I'm not gonna look at it. I will survive. Okay. And we love that one. Oh, yeah, that's that a one's good. good. One. That one's good. And uh, a lot of people sing anything from Queen, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Like you're howling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything by Queen. When our oldest was just a baby, I found uh, it was it's like rock music remixed into baby lullabies. Yeah. And I got really hooked on the Queen songs as lullabies. And it's like, carry on. It's carry so good. Because nothing really matters. It's a little weird when Fat Bottom Girls came on. I'm like, yeah, this is like a little lullaby for my baby, but you know, girls. whatever. <laughs> I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. (laughs) This is Joey and Lauren On Demand.